0: Saving Thousands is brought to support you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding, Inc. is licensed and can offer
1: loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197.
0: We're Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer is the consumer empowering voice that you've been waiting for. He comes on the radio every day, and we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of everyday financing. We talk about those companies that are out to separate you from the money you have in your wallet. You know, credit cards, bank loans, savings. Putting your money to work for you is important. Home purchases, refinances. We talk about all of that every day with Robert Palmer. And today, we've got some barn-burning topics for you because these are problems that you can run into every day. First of all, Robert will catch us up with the latest from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. It seems like they're not getting along with Citibank right now. Also, LifeLock can be right there in the same corner. Robert's going to talk today about the advantages of a refinance and the doors that it will open in your financial world. And don't forget, for a limited time, One of Robert's companies, RP Funding, is offering you a no-lender fee, no-closing-cost refi. It doesn't get much better than that, but you have to act very quickly. We're going to talk about some customers, and it may have happened to you, that are caught off guard in the checkout line, and you may agree to a line of credit or a credit card from that department store that you'll regret later. We're going to talk about people who are really financial zombies. I hope that doesn't describe you, but a financial zombie is somebody that really doesn't take control of their money and they kind of live paycheck to paycheck and late notice to late notice. You don't want to be that. You want to be in control of every dollar that comes into your life. And we'll talk about the importance of owning a home. But Robert, I promised everybody you would bring us up to date on the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau.
1: So, Citi, <laughs> uh, $700 million in refunds they have to issue.
0: $700 and, yep. million.
1: and then, like, a 20 or $30 million fine on top of that. So, big substantial. And so, here, here's what they're doing. One, uh, they were just selling people a lot of crap over the phone. You know, you would call in to pay your credit card bill, and they would just, like, tack on a bunch of garbage. <laughs> and uh, apparently, like, kind of what the rumblings are in the background, that uh, they were paying commissions to these, you know, people on the phone. Mm-hmm. So, you would call in to make your payment. And then if that person could convince you to buy a bunch of useless stuff, they would make extra money. Oh boy! And so what these people figured out is city had no way to know if you actually wanted the stuff or not. They would just click the buttons and tack it onto your statement oh, as soon as you called in to pay your bill. And so some of the things they were doing is they were, they were charging people $15 fees to make a same-day payment, which is ridiculous. And so the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has come out and said, look, it costs you like two cents to process a same-day payment. You don't have a right to turn around and charge a $15 same day processing fee, rush processing fee. And uh so that was a big part of this. Uh, and then the bigger one was they made up all these uh we talk about like FICO score and then how the bureaus made up their FACO scores, which yeah. is starting to go away a little bit, you know, so the FICO score is the one that everybody uses, then you have like your vantage score and your your you know ecstatic score. What they just make up these crazy names. Well the credit card companies do the same thing for credit protection, right? We can credit lock you, we can credit protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, they make up all mm-hmm. these crazy names. And so you pay them money, and then supposedly they're going to do something to protect your credit. Uh, and in reality, they didn't do anything, and uh, they overcharged and uh, basically put like a cheap, like two-dollar credit monitoring on you for like twenty bucks a month. And yeah. so anyway, so this is what the CFPB dug into, and and they deemed all these unfair and deceptive practices, which is great. Uh, the the number of money the CFPB has fined and caused and refunds in the last four years since their existence is staggering. I mean, it, it's up in the it's up in the billions. Mm-hmm. So that, which again, when the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, was first announced, I was for this. Yes, I'm probably the only guy in on the planet in any way related to financial services who is for the CFPB. But I am just like I'm the only guy on the radio telling people what's really going on when it comes to financial services. So uh, I'm almost for this. And, and the analogy I use is like, hey, if if a company builds a defective crib, right? So you know, new company pops up and they build a defective crib. And this, this baby crib has a defect so that at 2 in the morning, there's a chance that a spring's going to break and little Johnny is going to get ejected and tossed across the room to his death, right? Mm. Uh, there would be a recall, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have government involvement. They would say, hey, your crib has a defect that could kill little Johnny while he's sleeping in the middle of the night. This is bad. We need to recall all these cribs. Someone would force the recall. Because a lot of big businesses would be like, yeah, well, we'll, just, we'll take our chances, yeah, right? Yeah, right for the lawsuit. The, the recall is going to cost us— A billion dollars and eh, maybe we'll get lucky and only 10 kids will die, right? This is the ridiculous Mm -hmm. attitude that a lot of big companies would take. And so the government would step in and say, no, you have to recall this crib. It's dangerous. Get it off the shelves. Get it off the streets. Mm -hmm. Get it out of houses. Do a mass recall. Well, we didn't have anything like that when it came to credit cards, mortgages, bank accounts, auto loans, student loans. There was no government entity to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the, the FDIC, but they're just worried about banks not going bankrupt and losing money. Right. They don't really care about, are the bank's products hurting consumers? All they care about is, does the bank have enough money to meet its obligations so we don't have to step in and pay everyone a quarter million dollars under the FDIC insurance? Uh, so there was no one looking out for the consumer when it came to financial products. So four years ago, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau was created. Now, I, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the idea of the Bureau. I think there are some issues. You know, I, I think that maybe it needs a little more oversight. Like There, there are some things like that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm a big fan of the idea that there needs to be a body— Watching out for consumers when it comes to financial services, because you know credit cards, debt, interest—all these things permeate every part of our life. You know, and, and in the past, there's been no one watching out for. Us. So, since in the last four years, they have they have caused billions in refunds and penalties uh, by by busting these up. The amazing thing is, you know, four years into this, companies like Citi are continuing to try these bad practices and getting caught. Uh-huh. And, and so, what's going to happen is it's going to take time for credit card companies and big mortgage companies and you know, insurance companies to all kind of get the picture that the old days, the wild west days of being able to put out the defective product and get away with it because the consumer had no voice are ending. And and we're a very slow, stupid group of people when it comes to financial services. Like, you know, as an industry, we don't listen very well, mm-hmm. you know, and we got kind of thick skulls. So it'll probably take another four or five years, another couple billion dollars worth of fines before everybody realizes, Hey, We should probably just do what's right for these consumers. Yeah, we should probably not try to play these stupid games and sell people junk and and take advantage of them and overcharge them and prey on their weaknesses or their their lack of understanding when it comes to financial products and interest and credit. And uh, if everyone would just do that, we would probably be just
0: fine. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Saving Thousands with Robert Palmer. And a lot of people when they listen to this show will text us or call us and say, How did Robert come to know so much about money and finance and the problems people have in their lives? I mean, he's not that old of a guy. He's a very, very successful guy, but we're talking about these are very important rules that very few people have talked about. Well, let me tell you something. If you had been in the financial industry as long as Robert, you know, working for mortgage companies day in, day out, you would be looking at tens of thousands of credit applications, right? You'd be looking at credit reports you'd be sitting down across the desk and talking to people about their situation. Because our goal at the Robert Palmer family of companies is customer service. So when someone comes to one of Robert's companies and they're looking maybe for a mortgage, well, by golly, the intent is to get them that loan. So there are a lot of conversations and maybe there's some empowerment that goes along with those conversations, just like we have right here on the radio. But let's get back to his education. Robert Palmer has looked at all of these tens of thousands of credit applications over the years, has spoken to tens and thousands of people, has been with them at the closings. And he sees a distinct difference between somebody with a 580 credit score and somebody with a 750 credit score, and it doesn't have to do with income. It has to do with how they handle their money. And since schools don't teach us anything about that, our parents don't teach us anything about that, Robert Palmer has just educated himself by watching other people looking at credit scores, and that's why this radio program is so important to everybody. Because he's taking those lessons that are brought about by others' mistakes and giving you the right tools to succeed. Well, Robert, we talked at the beginning of the show about the CFPB and their actions against City, but they're not alone, are they?
1: You know, LifeLock is another one. You know, these guys again, LifeLock had a that they, they were uh, they entered into an agreement. So the FTC busted them for something. Years ago, you know, deceptive advertising, uh-huh. and again, kind of around the same thing. One of the big points of the of the the city uh, settlement had to do with them uh, with the fake credit protection, right? It's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna protect your credit, because again, this is on people's minds. I mean, there's there's all these hacking cases and people's personal information. You know, we had the Target thing a couple of years ago. You know, all this stuff going on, big companies getting hacked, personal information being out there, and so people are obviously scared about their personal information, mm-hmm. and so to prey on that fear. These companies have cooked up fake products that are supposed to protect you, and and really all you have to do to protect yourself is is go to Equifax, TransUnion, Experian, and if you suspect you've been a victim of identity fraud, you can freeze your credit at no cost with most of these these bureaus. So mm. why would you pay you know LifeLock whatever 100 200 bucks a year? And, and so the, the the advertising they use and the methods they use to sell this, and like in City's case, people didn't even say yes to it. They just added it to their added it to their their bill, so the guy in the call center could get a you know could, could make a little extra commission. So completely that. insane. And so Lifelock got busted for this years ago. And, uh, and, and now they've just been refined for not following the terms of their original agreement to stop doing it. And one of the things that that, that, I, I, that drives me crazy about these guys, so when you hear their commercials on the radio, they claim they can protect the equity in your home, right? Now how, how, how in the world? How in the world is Lifelock going to keep my home value from going down? <laughs> which, which so again, they're, they're preying on fear, right? We all, we all lived through 2007, 8, 9, 10 when home values were going down. And equity was being eroded and people were losing the equity in their home. But you don't need LifeLock to protect. There's nothing they can do to protect the equity in your home. See, yeah. when you get a credit card, right? So if I call up City right now, other than selling me a bunch of useless garbage that I didn't ask for, uh, they will give me a credit card just by asking me stuff over the phone, right? So I say, sure. yeah, hey, yeah, my, this is uh, John Smith. Yes, no, I, I know I sound like that Robert Palmer guy on the radio, but no, no. My name is John Smith. See, I have a mustache, John Smith, right? And I'm wearing glasses. Uh, John Smith, yes. And my social security number is whatever. And here's my new address. Please send me a credit card for $10,000. And then they're like, okay, sir, as long as you buy all this garbage protection stuff from us, we'll send that credit card right out to you, right? So now I have a credit card in John Smith's name and I can go out there and blaze it up and buy a big screen TV and stick him with a bunch of losses, right? That's how identity theft works. Well, if you try to do a mortgage, you have to close at a title company, with a notary and you have to provide two forms of ID and there's all these other protections in place. Oh. So there's nothing about LifeLock that's going to protect the equity in your home, <laughs> but it sounds great, right? Sounds, sounds great. Yeah. You know, we're going to protect your equity. And so this is the kind of stuff that they're getting fined for because it's, it's, it's false. It's misleading. It's, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. And uh, so the, the funny thing is, so they, they're, they're publicly traded. Their stock dropped like 30% when this came out, that's gonna hurt, you know, because the shareholders are like, Oh wow, if we get shut down, you know, all these practices we've been doing that making us all this money they are telling us we can't do it anymore. What are we, we going to do? So again, if, if LifeLock had just... I mean, let's roll back in time. Right? Uh-huh. If LifeLock had just, at that moment, 43, four years ago, when the original order came out, if they had just changed their business model to do it the right way and quit deceiving consumers and quit trying to sell them garbage they don't need and just roll out a viable product, right? I guarantee you, their stock price today would be higher than than what it is after they just had this 30% drop, right? Certainly. So their stock is at like 10 bucks. I promise you it would be higher than that if they had just done the right thing three years ago. Hmm. Hindsight, right? But this is my my point that, that what I'm telling business owners here is the truth. If you embrace the changes, if you treat your consumers correctly, if you stop acting like a vampire and trying to suck the blood out of every consumer you can get your nubby little hands on, you will ultimately be more successful. Yes, the short-term gains of blood sucking are monumental, right? You can make a lot of money really quick by taking advantage of people, but it's not a long-term strategy. It is mm-hmm. not a long-term gain. And, and so here's an, LifeLock, there you go. LifeLock CEO, had you done the right thing three years ago, your stock price would be higher today. Now it wouldn't have been higher a week ago, right? That The short-term gain would have been better. They shot up to like 15 bucks a, uh, a share. Now they're back to 10, you know, mm. which is lower than where they were back then. Uh, had they just done the right thing, they'd probably be sitting in the 12, 13, 14 range. So yeah, the short-term gains wouldn't have been as great, but the long-term gains would be better. And so as business owners, you know, as CEOs, as CFOs, of CEOs of companies, if we will just recognize the reality, the CFPB is here to stay. The days of taking advantage of consumers are long gone. You may get away with it for another year or two, but there will come a point when you do not get away with it any longer, just embrace it and quit screwing around <laughs> And let's do the right thing. And you will be more successful. Mm-hmm. And the consumer will not waste all this money. And, and, you know, we're causing hardships. We're hurting our own economy, right? Our economy is trying to dig out the 700 million bucks that the city sucked out of people's pockets by selling them BS protection. You know, that could have gone to something useful in the economy. Well, sure. You know, but no, no. So, again, we're, we're we're hurting ourselves. We're making our own lives more difficult, you know. And so that's that's where it all fits in. And so my... My plea, as always, what rule is that, Rob? I, what rule number? You're my my guru of rules, Rob Newton. What number is that?
0: 13. Be transparent, be open. There you go. If you own a customers. business,
1: be transparent, be open. Rule number
0: 13. Yeah. Let me ask you Life a question.
1: and City need to read the Saving Thousands rules, and they need to follow number 13.
0: That's right. Now, a couple of other rules enter into this, and that is if people were watching their numbers huh Absolutely. rule number two they would have seen those little uh those little charges on their yeah, uh i will gu- credit card statement i will
1: guarantee you when you log into the mobile app <laughs> it's not you know, there, those, those those charges those aren't, on aren't there. there robert they're on the statement <laughs> they're not in the mobile app. we all we all know the trick they love with the mobile app because they can control what you see see the legally there's standards for the pdf statement and right. they have to show you this stuff on the mobile app they're like oh what if we turn that charge red against a red background
0: no one will ever
1: see yeah, it see Yeah. It. wow now,
0: the other thing is do the consumers have access to the CF I mean, is there a way we can call them or write them yeah, how so, do we do that
1: yeah you I don't know about call but you can you can file a complaint on their website on the website yeah. okay and a lot of people are doing that that's that their database is very robust and they publish they publish like statistics on the highest complaint about companies by industry and and all these oh, different things want to see that yeah every it day. is CFPb uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau you can Google them I think it's cfpb.org or consumer whatever Google it you'll find it okay. But yeah, you can, you can file the complaints right on there and companies take them seriously. You know, they, they take it a lot more seriously Should. than if you just complain to them. See, and the other thing is the, the complaints are put in a database, right? So they can be searched later. And Whoa. and so what they're looking for is patterns, right? And so when, when thousands of consumers all complain about the same fee, see, you know, if you get, you get one complaint and they think, oh, well, you know, maybe this is just a, a crazy consumer, right? Who, who didn't, under, you know, whatever. But when you get a thousand of the same complaint, sure. now they take it seriously and that's, that's where a lot of their enforcement targets. That's how where they're found. That's where it comes from. So uh, again, it's an organization I am happy is out there. Uh, you know, they, they've had their own issues. There's been some, you know, the, their number two just resigned recently. There's been oh. some, some, some allegations of internal discrimination uh, uh, amongst the employees. I mean, mm-hmm. again, it, it's a young government organization. Look how poorly some of the old government, right, you know, <laughs> instit- no, the, the old government, mm. uh, you know, entities run. This is a new one. They're still, but it, the concept is right. You know, again, I, I'm not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the entire setup of the CFPB, but the concept needs to be there and and what they're doing is right. And again, it's about getting uh, attention of these companies.
0: Well, I hope you're feeling empowered. And if you want more information and maybe some financial tools that you can use, Robert Palmer and his family of companies has expanded our services to you. I mean, you're listening to the radio show, right? And later on, I'll talk about more ways that you can listen to Robert Palmer and his radio shows, but also the staff has put together some really, really nice, fun, easy-to-read, easy-to-follow websites. And these are all designed about giving you the tools you need, even beyond what we talk about on the radio. One of those websites is state of Eyes, E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E. One more time, state of Eyes is spelled E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E, revitalizing real estate for everyone. You know, real estate went into a real crunch back in 2008. But equities are back. People are buying again. Look around your town. Look at all the housing developments that are going up. Look at all the revitalization. That means we're back, and we're back in a good way. So you need to be more informed about real estate. And if you're wasting money each and every month giving money to a landlord, it's about time that you sat back, looked at the websites like the State of Eyes, savingthousands.com, and real prospector and brought yourself up to date with the power that you have when you're a homeowner, with the financial foundation, and the financial freedoms that come with owning a home. It's very, very important. And if you look at the state of eyes, again, E-S-T-A-T-I-V-I-Z-E, you're gonna learn a lot. I'm telling you right now, the feature article right now on the state of eyes is how TRID is affecting the home loan process. And you'll find that there are financial institutions that are up to date and those that aren't. You'll also find some great descriptions and photography of some of the most popular cities that you might be thinking of moving to. There's an awful lot of information on there. Here's something for the business person. Think outside the box when making friends in business and cultivating new clients. There's a lot of information. A state of eyes. Look it up. No obligation. There's no cost. There's no subscription. All right. Well, Robert, let's get back to the show and the meat of things we're talking about. We've been talking a lot lately about refinance and the offers that are out there, especially the offer that you have out there with no closing cost on a refi for a limited time, but we haven't really talked about all the reasons that Jane and John public may want to refi.
1: Yeah. Right. so let's recap, why, why would someone refinance? You yes, refinance to, to lower your interest rate, right? Because paying less interest is always, always better. I mean, even, even, I mean, on a $200,000 loan, if you drop your interest rate just a half a percent, that's $1,000 in savings the first year. And if there's no closing costs, because I'm paying them all, that $1,000 in savings by just reducing your interest rate one half of a percent, it's $1,000 more in your pocket. Maybe you eliminate the PMI. There's people on a $200,000 loan, Rob, paying almost $3,000 a year in mortgage insurance on their, on their FHA loans. Okay. If you've got the equity now, we can eliminate that. We can eliminate that PMI. Now we're talking $3,000 in savings the first year from eliminating that high FHA PMI. Maybe $1,000 a year in savings by dropping the interest rate just a half. If you drop the interest rate 1% on a $200,000, you're talking $2,000 in savings the first year. Maybe you go to a shorter term to maximize the savings. Right, Shorter term loans carry lower interest rates. So maybe we do a 20-year loan or a 15-year loan, help you pay the home off faster. And look, the payment doesn't double. A lot of people think, oh, well, if my 30-year payment is 1000 the 15-year payment will be $2,000. It doesn't work that way. You see, the way interest works, the way interest compounds, the shorter term does not double the payment. It's less because you're paying the mortgage off sooner. And so we can look at this. We can show you what 15 years would look like. Let's cut seven, eight years off the back of your mortgage. Let's cut 10 years off the back of your mortgage. Let's cut five years off the back of your mortgage. That's big money saved. Maybe you need some cash out. Maybe you need to take cash out to pay off some credit card debt. Maybe you need to take cash out to pay off a a car loan. Maybe you need to take cash out to buy another property. Maybe you need to combine a first and a second mortgage. Maybe you've got a a second mortgage that's an adjustable rate that's going to go up soon. Maybe you've got a home equity line of credit that's going to adjust soon. We can refinance all these things and combine them with your first into one low rate. We can give you cash out to invest in the stock market. We can do all these things. Uh, Refinancing a mortgage is such a great financial tool. And the only reason people don't use this tool, Rob, is this tool is expensive. Yeah. This tool costs you normally three, four, five, six, thousand dollars in closing costs. There's lender fees, there's appraisal fees, there's doc stamps, there's intangible taxes, there's title insurance, there's closing fees, there's search fees, exam fees, survey fees, all of these fees, 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 recording fees. Not right now at RP funding, because I'm going to pay them all for you, All right, Because I've built my company in a way that I can afford to take that three, $5,000 out of my pocket, out of my profit on the transaction, out of my revenue on the transaction, and give it back to you as a bribe to get you to to get off your butt and refinance your loan and take advantage of this savings, save money, reduce interest whenever possible. That's one of our rules, right? I want you to do this, I want you to do this right now. I want you to save money. I want you to stop overpaying interest to your bank. I want you to stop leaving unnecessary years on the back end of your mortgage if we can reduce your term and eliminate them. Right? if your mortgage payment is $1,000 a month, that's $12,000 a year. If we knock five years off of the back of your mortgage, that's $60,000. If we knock 10 years off of the back of your mortgage, that's $120,000. People are making these kind of moves and saving this kind of money, and they're doing it right now with no closing costs at RP funding, 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Call today, or if you're busy today, store it in your phone and call us on Monday. 855-773-8634 or go to rpfunding.com where you can apply online rpfunding.com. Learn all about us on there. You can pick up past radio shows at savingthousands.com. This is all about me using one of my companies to help you follow the rules, to help you be a financial ninja, to help you maximize savings by making what is normally a very expensive transaction, a very expensive process, a mortgage refinance, completely free because I'm going to pay all of the closing costs for you when you refinance with RP funding on a conventional home loan to save you money. That's what it's all about. Let's get you out of that FHA mortgage. Let's get you out of that VA mortgage. Let's get you out of that USDA mortgage. Let's get you into a conventional mortgage. Let's try to eliminate that private mortgage insurance. Let's try to have the equity. Let's try to get you out of that. Let's try to save you as much money as possible. Let's get you on the right term. Let's cut years off the back. Let's cut the rate if we can. Let's cut the PMI. Let's do it. It's a free call. There's no obligation. We're here to help. 855-773-8634. or go to rpfunding.com 855-773-8634
0: and that number again is 855-773-8634 855-773-8634 well we were talking a few moments ago about estate advice i want to turn your attention as well to real prospector real prospector this is a great website especially for those of you in the real estate market those of you that work in real estate have friends in real estate or you own a home or are thinking of buying a home this is a great site and again like everything that's published or everything that's broadcast from the robert palmer family of companies easy to understand easy to follow and written or broadcast with the understanding that your time is valuable but you want to learn right so if you go to real prospector you're going to hear some great shows that you can play on demand. And these are shows that I have the honor to be part of as I get to interview some of the greatest real estate professionals in the business. And we also interview like first-time home buyers or people that are getting ready to sell their first home and get into that next home. Or how about that very, very smart person that has a home, wants to keep it as a rental and own another home. Boy, there you go. We also get to talk to people in associated industries like people who may be home inspectors, maybe pool builders. You know, there's a lot that goes into home ownership and that's what real prospector is all about. There's also some very, very great articles that you can use to your advantage. One of those articles that really caught my eye was you need to be familiar with all of the automation that you can put into your home. You need to understand that it's really convenient but you also need to understand the security and how to secure that information, which is going sometimes over the web or Wi-Fi, how you can secure your home. Really some great stuff. And there's an article that I got a kick out of. How can weather influence your home purchase? Yeah, we'll talk about that maybe a little on a radio show coming up too. But Robert, right now it's that time when everybody's out shopping. People love to shop in the winter months, right? And they love to get out there because in some climates that's all there is to do. But they're going to get out there. They're going to be in line at a convenience store. They may very well fall prey to the trick of getting a discount just for applying for a credit card.
1: Yeah, you know, we, and we all have the best intentions. We all sit there in line and say, oh, we're going to we're gonna pay this off as soon as we get home, right? <laughs> and, and let me tell you, it's just like, they, you know, they say Vegas wasn't built on winners. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, credit card companies were not built on winners. And you know, we all have that intention, oh, well, I'll get the twenty percent off or the ten percent off, and I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna pay this off, so it's not gonna matter. Well, wrong. You know, most people don't. And and the other funny thing is, you know, Rob, if you look at the bank that actually issues that department store card, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, the department store is not the one giving you the money. They've hooked up with a bank. And what the bank has figured out is they can charge you an egregious interest rate. <laughs> if they give you the card in line while you're at the store, because people are less likely to shop around. You know, when they mail you a credit card offer in the mail, you know, now you're at home, you're in your own element. You know, maybe you're going to go online and do some research and some comparison shopping, and and so they've got to be competitive. And so what you'll see is the same banks will offer you a 10 to 15% lower i'm talking 10 to 15 points so like if it's 29 wow. percent at the department store you could probably get it for 15 percent interest just by calling that same credit card company directly mm-hmm. but they know what happens you know you, you run that charge up and your intention is you're gonna go home and pay it off and then guess what life happens right life always happens all of a sudden your car needs new tires all of a sudden, your air conditioner goes out the house, you know, whatever it is, and now that money that you put aside to pay off that credit card, all of a sudden, it's going to something else. It's going to something that popped up. You're going out to dinner that night with your friends, and you end up spending a little more than you thought you were, whatever happens, and now that purchase sits on that credit card, and you're mailing the minimum payment, and all of a sudden, you wake up, and that T-shirt that cost 15 bucks that you saved 20% on ends up costing you 150 because mm-hmm. it takes you 20 years to pay it off, you know? And and how many of us can how many of us can really afford to continually pay that kind of money? But it's it's what happens, and it's it's how they build a trap. You know, they want to get you in there and get you hooked. It's almost like a drug dealer. You know, but this is how big financial services companies works. Uh, you know, uh, homeowners insurance, car insurance, same way. You know, they get you in, they get you hooked. The most powerful thing they ever did was come up with auto bill, right? Yes, You know, sir. we we think auto bill is this great convenience in life, right? You know, like oh, this is great. I just they just take the money out of my checking account every month. I don't even <laughs> notice it, right? Well, yeah, and then when they increase your premium next year, you don't even notice that either. No. And then when they increase your premium again the year after that, you don't even notice that. Mm-hmm. You know, So, again, there, there's all these things that, that they are doing to stack the deck against us as consumers, and so I felt like it was my duty, my responsibility to come out here and get on the radio and tell people how this stuff works and, and try to educate them. And a lot of the stuff is is common sense, but it's it's stuff we just don't think about, you know, it, it, because, again, it's designed for us not to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they spend a lot of money hiring really really expensive consultants and marketers to come in here and figure out ways to confuse the crap out of the consumer so they can get more interest, so they can make more money. And, and that's what I'm here to change, Rob. That's why I come on the radio every Saturday and now every weekday to try to open people's eyes to it and, and keep an eye out for what's going on out there in the media. You know, what, what's the new big thing we got to watch out for? What's the new big tactic they're trying to use to to take advantage of people? And we're, we're not going to stand for it, man, because I'm telling you, it's simple. All you got to do is take the time to shop around. You know, if you're standing in line, and this is one of my favorite things, and I'm, I'm, the, I'm the jerk that does this, when I'm in line at, at the department store, and they're like, you know, sir, would you like to open a whatever credit card today? And I'm like, well, that depends. You know, what's the annual percentage rate and annual fee? They have no idea. Right. I mean, <laughs> the poor girl, she has no clue. I mean, she's sitting here, you know, just supposed to be checking out and ringing up, you know, whatever I'm buying that day. And all of a sudden, you know, she throws in what I like, what I like a credit card. And I'm asking her for details. So it never fails. They they go digging through the cash register. Right. Because somewhere buried deep is like the the brochure for the credit card. Pamphlet. Right. A little pamphlet. Right. So I'm I like, oh, sure maybe I'll get that. You know, what's the APR? What's the, the annual fee? And so the, then the, the search ensues. Right, so now they're looking at all the drawers, looking for the little pamphlet, and finally they dig it up. And now we're all looking to the fine print together and trying to figure out what it is. And and then the funny thing is, I would say half the time, they are actually embarrassed when they find the, the annual percentage rate to have to tell you. Because they're like, oh, my God, it's 29%. Like, like, they had no idea. Like, well, you work here. You just tried to sell me this credit card with a 29% interest rate. And now it's like you're embarrassed by the fact that the interest rate is 29%. You know, they don't even know what they're selling you because, again, it's just somebody figured out, let's have the cashier ask the question, mm-hmm. would you like to save 20% today by opening a whatever account? And they have no idea how much it costs. They have no idea what the annual fee is. They have no idea what the annual percentage rate is. And when they see it, they're even ashamed to, to try to sell you that credit card. You know, so mm-hmm. it just, it amazes me, you know, but that that's how it works. You know, mortgages were one of the worst back in the day, you know, still are. You know, we've, you know, I came out at RP Funding and I, I decided we weren't going to charge lender fees. And the rest of the industry thought I was an idiot. That's you know, right. I think they wanted to, half of them wanted me to fail and half of them want to murder me in my sleep. <laughs> um, you know, and then when I went on the radio and started talking about it and telling mm-hmm. people how this stuff works, uh, you know, because the funny thing is in the mortgage business, those, those lender fees, they actually, we call them junk fees. You know, that's what they're called in the industry. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's ever been in the mortgage business knows that the underwriting fees and the processing fees and the origination fees, they're called junk fees. Now, if the industry itself calls them junk fees, how important can they really be?
0: Well, Robert, it goes back to one of those rules to success from your 15 rules to success. And that is the rule that says, if you know their tricks, you're not going to fall for them, right? And folks, you can find those Saving Thousands rules to success at the Saving Thousands website. Again, there's no membership cost. It won't be trying to sell you anything. And Saving Thousands is really just a warehouse full of information for everyday expenses, things that you and I run into every day. We get our paychecks maybe on a Friday or on the 1st and 15th, whatever. And it's what we do with our money after that. It sort of dictates our financial fortunes. It doesn't matter if we're getting $25,000 a year or if we're getting $100,000 a year. The rules are exactly the same, okay? So use those Saving Thousands rules to success. Also use Saving Thousands, the website, to ask Robert questions. Right there at the top of the homepage, you'll see a little place where you can click and it says, ask Robert. Yep. A form will pop up, fill out the form. Everything's confidential. Robert will write you back, but we may use your topic, not with your name, but we may use that topic in a future radio show. Another great thing that you'll find at savingthousands.com is home value hotline. Well, what in the world is that? Well, if you click on home value hotline, there'll be a form there. And again, 100% confidentiality. All right. But if you hit Home Value Hotline, there's a little form there, easy to answer questions. It's very simple. Mainly, what we need is your address and the fact that you would like to know the value of your home for either you plan on selling it or maybe you're considering a refinance. You got to know what your home's worth, right? And with the people here at the Robert Palmer family of companies, you will get a very precise evaluation of your home because it's based on the knowledge and the expertise of local real estate professionals, not some computer that's uh, 40 states away. You got it? Home value hotline right there at savingthousands.com. Well, Robert, we're picking up new listeners every day. Our ratings show that. It's great to know that more and more people listen. And most of them, when they first hear you on the air, they wonder why you're investing so much of your time and so much of your money buying this airtime just to give people financial rules. And when I tell people I'm associated with the show and they ask me that question, I say, Robert really has a compassion for it, helping people better themselves, to not be financial zombies, so to speak, to not be powered by late notices and threatening phone calls, to actually be in charge of their money. And we use the term empowerment a lot.
1: That's what it's all. That 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 is the the one word that describes why i came on the radio you know robbie it was to empower people and i I, the biggest problem i found is most people don't realize they need to be empowered because the the financial services industry has done such a great job of turning us into zombies we don't even know we're zombies we don't even know we think we're in control you know there was a there was a great uh really good uh you know motivational speaker sales speaker guy and i remember seeing him at at, uh you know one of the big financial institutions brought him in to to coach or whatever and And one of his things was, he's like, the key is you want to, you want your consumer to think they have control when they really have no control. And, and that to me was just like, wow, like this is, this this is the best advice we can get for how we should run our financial services companies, our mortgage companies, our banks is we need to trick our customers into thinking they have control and then not giving them any control. And that's exactly what auto pay is, you know? So Mm -hmm. fight back, fight against all this. You know, if, if you're out there listening, some of this has to be clicking with you. There is so much money you can save. I mean, the whole title of the show, "Saving Thousands, is, is not supposed to be a cliche. It's a reality. And and just by looking at a few of these little things, just by standing up a couple times, just by making a few key decisions, by by using credit correctly, you can do that. You know. And, and so another one of the rules, Rob, is going to be that uh, we, we will not abuse credit, but we will not be afraid of credit either. Uh, because yeah, yeah. I will tell you, as a, as a small business owner, uh, there were times along the way where I would not. You can't make it without credit. I do not think you can start a business in this country in the early days with just with zero credit, right? God. I mean, whether it's credit for inventory, credit for, you know, I mean, when, when you go get cre- a credit card machine to take other people's credit cards, they're going to want to check your credit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all these things play in. Uh, for our licensing, we have to get state bonds, and they want to look at your credit, right? So if you're in if you're in any type of industry that requires a bond, and there's a lot of industries that require bonds, surety bonds, fidelity bonds, uh, they, they want to look at your credit first. So uh, to be a powerful consumer, to be a financial ninja, while you you will not rely on credit, you will not be in debt, you will have credit, you will use credit, you will maintain a positive credit score, and you will be aware of that credit score at all times. I think that's something that's very important. You've got I know my credit score at all times. I think any financial ninja has to, has to be aware of their credit score at all times. So you've you've got to not abuse credit. Mm-hmm. You cannot be afraid of credit either. It's kind of like the force. There's power in the force. You gotta balance it. You got to show it, you know, the right amount of respect, but don't be afraid of it. That's what credit is. Uh, And then be aware of your credit score at all times, because when something comes up in life and you do need to suddenly borrow money, uh, that is the worst time to discover that something's wrong with your credit. You know, you you quit your job and you're excited. You're going to open a small business. You're ready to go. And then you find out that business requires a bond and you try to apply for the bond and they deny you because you have bad credit. Or you're going to have uh, inventory and you call the manufacturer and they won't give you the inventory because you have bad credit. You know, all these things can happen. And, uh, you know, so I think think a lot of us don't realize how many facets of our life your child decides they wanna go to college and you can't pay cash for it. They don't get the scholarship. Uh, Student loans are based on having good credit. You know, all these things factor in. And so you owe it to yourself and your friends and your family to be a financial ninja and have good credit, be conscious of your credit, but don't abuse credit.
0: Hey, Robert, I wanted to take a minute to talk about customer service. Ever since I met you and we started discussing business and how people set up their businesses something that was a constant in every conversation was customer service. You and I know an awful lot of professionals and we talk with those people and they're in sort of our atmosphere. They're in our circle of friends. And we're always talking about the fact that too many people, too many companies have forgotten all about customer service. They just don't care. I guess they think there's enough people out there and there's enough money out there that they're going to get their fair share they really don't care about the customers. But ever since we met, as I said earlier, I know you love customer service, I know you emphasize it, and it wasn't that long ago that I was able to move my operations in with your operations at your headquarters. And so I come here every day to do my business and to work with you on these radio shows, and so I get to meet the people. I get to meet the customers, I get to meet the people that work here for you, and it's all one big happy family. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between one of the customers and the people who work here, because everybody gets along so well. And I've seen people that are sitting in the uh, lobby and they're waiting for their loan professional and somebody may walk in and they'll greet them. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a family atmosphere and it got that way because everything at the Robert Palmer family of companies revolves around the clients, around the customers. And even your people are graded on that and their bonuses and their range of pay and their escalations in jobs are very dependent on customer service. So I just wanted to point that out to our listeners that if they have the opportunity to do business with Robert Palmer family of companies, that we want their input, we want their reviews, because it's very important that we always know that you folks out there are happy with the customer service. That is job one. Well, Robert, we've talked a lot about the rules to success, but that's only the beginning, isn't it? For us to be total masters of our financial life, there's more to do.
1: So, you know, i thought a lot about this, and uh, I've got to make a change to one of the rules. So I, right now, there's nothing in the rules about housing and owning a house, and that's obviously something that uh, I really believe in. And, uh, and again, the, I guess the whole point of the rules is to kind of lay out the way I uh, I did my life and the, the things I did, and so owning real estate's been a big part of that for me. And so I'm going to make a little change here in the rules. I'm actually going to take uh, rule number seven and move it onto the back at number 13, and we're going to make... Uh, rule number seven, the new rule number seven is going to be you should own a home or own real estate sooner than later. And so one of the one of the big things that I think everybody agrees on, Rob, and all the people I talk to, uh, nobody ever says, I, I'm going to rent forever, right? Nobody says, I'm going to retire uh, as a renter. I'm going to rent up until the day I die. You know, everybody has uh, an image of at some point in their life owning real estate. And usually what we find is, uh, you know, people have the self-limiting beliefs and I guess I'm going to have to work that into uh, into a rule, too. But I don't want to sound so cliche as believe in yourself. Uh, you know, it, it's really believe you can always do it, you know, believe you can do a lot more than than you think you can do. I, I got a completely good way to craft that, but that needs to be a rule as well. Uh, but so a lot of people say, well, I can't buy a house yet in life or I'm not ready. I need to wait till later. And the one thing I will tell you is the longer you wait, the more money you cost yourself. Uh, and so, for example, I bought my first house when I was 18, all right? And uh, you know, what made me think of this as one of the ask RPs that came in recently was about uh, someone who had a rental property and they're renting it to their parents, and you know, could they still claim the losses? And and you know, I do. I have a I have a house in Lakeland, uh, first house I bought. My mother lives in. It's actually a condo, and uh, I let her live there for free, and I still get to write it off on my taxes, uh, so it, it works out. Uh, and so I I told this listener to check with their CPA, obviously, but it seems to be working for me. So. Uh, the point is, and so I bought that house, Rob. Uh, eighteen, I was eighteen years old, so that was, God, that was seventeen years ago, all right. And so I either lived in that house or I had that house rented uh, for that entire time. I haven't had to do a whole lot of maintenance. I haven't really had a whole lot of loss on it. But I will tell you, as we sit here today, uh, my mortgage is down to about fifty thousand dollars, all right. So that's all I owe now, about fifty thousand. And it's probably worth $140,000, you know, so I've got, I've got $90,000 I've made between paying down my mortgage and, uh, and then the value of the home going up. And I mean, just think about that. I mean, $90,000 over 17 years, uh, really for doing nothing, you know, just for buying a house, for living in it for a while, and, uh, and then renting it out and keeping it. And so, you know, what I would tell you is the, again, remember that in the middle of all that was the real estate crisis, you know, how much better off would I be with that house had real estate not crashed? You 17 years ago, I bought it before the crash, I held it through the crash, and I've got it today, and, and now I've got about $90,000 uh, in equity in it. And so the the key here is that we've got to believe in ourselves, and owning a home is a big part of financial wealth and financial freedom in this country. If you look at how many people have become incredibly wealthy—I mean incredibly wealthy— from real estate, right? Real estate developers. You know, uh, I look here in central Florida, you know, people who owned land that used to be cow pastures or used to be orange groves and then end up being in the right part of town, the right area. And all of a sudden it's worth millions of dollars. Uh, and so if you look at the kind of wealth that's created through real estate, uh, through owning homes, uh, it really is, is massive. And, and again, we all, nobody ever looks at me and says, well, Robert, I'm just going to rent forever, right? Because I ask a lot of people that, hey, oh, you're renting. Why don't you own a home? You know, do you think you're ever going to own a home you know, what, what are your long-term plans when it comes to renting versus owning? And everybody says, well, one day I'm going to own. One day I'm going to own a home, but not not now. And that not now either comes because, well, yeah, I am gonna, I may move. You know, I'm not sure what my job's going to do. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't want to be tied down. And, and what I'll tell you is, you know, my, my house is in Lakeland. You know, it's, I've got real estate in Lakeland. I've got other rental properties in Lakeland. And, uh, you know, owning a house doesn't really tie you down all that much because there's always a value to it. It can always be rented out to someone else. And and so one of the beautiful things is when you buy a home that you are going to live in, when you're buying a primary residence, this is where you can get the absolute best interest rates, right? The lowest down payment, the most leverage on your money. And you don't have to live in the house for six months in order to comply with the mortgage. And then in the six months you can move out if you need the freedom, if you need the flexibility to move. Uh, a lot of people don't, you know, they end up staying, you know, and if you stay, great, now you're a homeowner and you're building equity. And your mortgage payment can't go up the way rent goes up, right? There's all these benefits to owning a home. Uh, but from a financial standpoint, uh, even if you do are relocated for your job or have to move somewhere else, you know you can rent that home out. Uh, you can hire a great property manager to take care of it for you, which makes it pretty hassle-free. Uh, and as long as you stay there for six months and live in it, you satisfy the the whole, I'm buying, this is my primary residence. That's what the mortgage says you have to do, is occupy the home for at least six months. And, and then from there, you, you can uh, move on if you needed to. But again, if you don't, now you're a homeowner. Right? And so if you look at, at the investment, you know, let's say, let's say a $200,000 house, right? And let's say all the home does is go up in value 3%, right? So the $200,000 house in in a year is worth 206000 3% increase, not really that great. You know, it's, it's kind of in line with inflation. But if you think about the fact, if you bought that home with 5% down, right? So you've only got $10,000 of your money invested in this house, and all of a sudden, the, your equity increases by $6,000. I mean, that's the equivalent of a 60% return on your $10,000. You know, when people ask me, where should they put their money first? You know, maybe, maybe that should be the, the way the rule is phrased, you know, and invest invest in a home before you invest in anything else. You know, I, I would I would put owning a home ahead of a 401k, ahead of an IRA. You know, when you look at the tax benefits of homeownership for a lot of people uh, owning a home, that mortgage interest deduction, which they haven't taken away from us yet, that mortgage interest deduction is what pushes you into the realm where you can start to itemize your other deductions on your taxes. So there are tax benefits to owning a home. Uh, when you look at the leverage, again, so if you're going to pay 1200 bucks in rent anyway, if you're paying $1,200 toward a mortgage, then that is not costing you anything. But in our example, if that $200,000 home only goes up in value by 3%, you just made $6,000 on a $10,000 out-of-pocket investment. Because again, you've got to live somewhere. You're going to have that monthly payment uh, to live regardless. But by owning versus renting, uh, you now have the home increasing in value, which it will do over the long haul. Again, look at mine, 17 years uh, gone up in value over that time. It had the crash in the middle of it. Uh, you know. So even if something catastrophic happens like the crash uh, over the long haul, home va- home values, home prices are going to increase. The other great thing about right now is you're able to lock in these ridiculously low interest rates. And as interest rates go up, future home buyers will pay more than you, right? So if someone else buys a home, Even if the values don't continue to increase, but interest rates increase, right now you're looking at a higher monthly payment. You're looking at higher rents. As interest rates increase, investors will want to make a better return, a better yield on their properties, because now other investments, bonds, everything else is paying higher. New people are paying higher mortgage payments, so they can get higher rents. So rents will go up, but if you're a homeowner with a fixed-rate mortgage, you are now locked in at the nice, low interest rate. You're locked in at that payment. You don't have to worry about things increasing on you. And all these are the great benefits of home ownership. And so what I think keeps a lot of people from buying, Rob, is is the fear. You know, it's this self-limiting doubt. We've talked a lot about this. I talk a lot about this uh, in the marketing seminars I do. We talk about it here. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe that you can do anything that another person can do, right? Look at, you know, something like 65% of people are homeowners. Well, the other people can do it too. they just got to want it, right? And, and maybe you can't do it right now. Maybe you do have to wait six months or a year. But I, I come across very few people who can't buy a home in the next six months to a year unless they have a foreclosure, right? That's really the only way that's going to prevent you from getting yourself to a position to buy a home in the next six to 12 months, Uh, is is a foreclosure, which you've already owned a home. But for people who have never owned a home before, I'm talking to first-time home buyers, people that are currently renting, right? You can get yourself in a position to buy a home very quickly. The number one reason we see that people hold off on buying a home, the reason people stay on the sidelines is fear. They're afraid, right? They're afraid of not being approved for the mortgage. They're afraid that the process is going to be more difficult than what they think it's going to be. They're afraid they can't afford the house, and they don't even try. And so my challenge to you out there listening right now is that uh, don't be afraid. You know, give it a shot. Give yourself that chance. Call a mortgage company. You can call us at RP Funding. You can call somebody else. Uh, if you want to call us at RP Funding, the number is 855-773-8634. That's my mortgage company, RP Funding, NMLS number 70168. Uh, there, there's no cost, right? It doesn't take anything. There's nothing to be afraid of. No one's going to embarrass you. We're not gonna. I'm not going to come on the radio here and announce that John Smith can't get a home loan. Right. But but what we can do is help point you in the right direction. So if you if you're one of these people that you realize you're not going to be a renter for life, don't procrastinate any longer. You know, financial ninjas don't procrastinate. Financial ninjas make good financial decisions. They they make educated financial decisions. And and a big one of those is our new rule number seven, which is to to be a homeowner sooner than later. So you can pick up the phone, it's absolutely free to get pre approved, right? There's no obligation, there's no cost. Just do the fact finding mission. You know, take a look, see how much you can get approved for. See what that payment looks like. Go out there and, and, and look online and see you know realtor.com one of these websites talk to one of the real estate agents out here and uh, and find out what type of home you can afford for that monthly payment see what you qualify for you know go home and tell your spouse you know honey you know why aren't we why aren't we owning a home I heard this crazy guy on the radio talking about how you know we can be homeowners and all the great benefits of it and and how it's not as scary and difficult as we've been led to believe and that you can buy a home as little as five percent down or even three and a half percent down with an FHA loan Right? So that, that $200,000 house is only $7,000 out of pocket, $7,000 down payment. That's not that far out of reach for most people. And uh, so if you want to explore this, if you want to talk more about this, uh, you can give us a call talk, or talk to your bank. Talk to another mortgage company. If it's not going to be us, talk to somebody. Uh, and again, remember remember the other rules, right? The other rules continue to apply. You've got to shop around. You've got to know your numbers. You've got to wait the three days. But uh, the time to do the fact-finding is now. The time to start the three-day clock, the time to start deciding if homeownership is right for you is right now. And it's a simple phone call uh, to us here at RP Funding, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. There's no obligation. There's no cost. We will walk you through the process. We will hold your hand. We will help you understand. We will take away that fear, right? We'll take away that unknown. Uh, when it comes to homeownership, because again, you don't picture yourself 30 years from now still being a renter. Nobody does. No one pictures themselves raising a family forever in an apartment. No one pictures themselves retiring and have never, you know, never have been a homeowner, never have owned a piece of real estate, never have had all the benefits of the property appreciation of the fixed-rate mortgage, keeping your payment from going up when rates and rents are starting to go up, right? All of these things work in your favor uh, as a homeowner. It's one of the best financial decisions you can do. It's why we have the new rule number seven here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. And rule number seven is... Be a homeowner sooner than later. All right, because that's what we all we all know we're gonna do it at some point. Let's do it sooner than later. Let's take the plunge. Let's become a homeowner. I, I want you to do this. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know you can do this. I want you to pick up the phone right now and call us to get your completely free pre-approval. Right, a pre-approval so you can know if homeownership is when your grasp. Don't be afraid. Don't let self-doubt stand in the way of the phone call. Let us tell you at no cost, at no obligation, whether or not you qualify to become a homeowner and what that looks like financially. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. I want you to do this. I want you to believe in yourself right now. Go to rpfunding.com if you want to apply online, rpfunding.com, or call 855-773-8634. Don't let those self-limiting beliefs get in the way. Don't let your fears get in the way. We all know that we're going to own a home sooner or later. Let's make it sooner. Let's be good financial ninjas.
0: Well, Robert, we've come to the end of yet another empowering show. I love what we do here because people are learning. People are getting more active. They're taking over their money. They're getting those bills paid on time. They're taking over the dates and the times that they pay things. Their credit is going up. It is a great way to come to work every day. I mean- What better job is there than going on the radio and helping people every single day? I do want to remind people that they can also hear your shows at Saving Thousands Radio. That's an app on your phone, everybody. Just go to your Play Store and download absolutely free Saving Thousands Radio. Also, if you're a fan of iHeart, and I thought everybody was, If you're a fan of iHeart, just simply go to your iHeart app on your phone and go to Robert Palmer in the search engine, Robert Palmer. And that way you can listen to more and more shows. And our radio shows are also archived at savingthousands.com, savingthousands.com. That's gonna wrap up the show. Remember, if you have a topic or you have a question for Robert Palmer, Simply go to savingthousands.com, look at the top of the homepage, click on the tab that says Ask Robert, and we will address the topic that you want to hear right here as we save thousands with Robert Palmer.